The Daily Talk Show, episode two. You're with Josh and Tommy. Yeah, it's uh, Wednesday, the 17th of January, 2018, and we're doing this uh, every single weekday. Uh, what did we talk about, Tommy? Oh, we got deep on YouTube rabbit holes. Yeah. Uh, fireworks. Mm-hmm. O-bikes. Plane crashes. It got a bit dark at times. Yeah. We went through a roller coaster of darkness. We went from being on the roller coaster where you can see the light and to being on the ghost train. I think it's good to have a bit of light and dark. I think that's, that's nice. But uh, yeah, I, I hope you enjoy this one. And you can also uh, subscribe to us. It is uh, the daily talk show. Uh, and you can use iTunes or any podcasting app. And check out our YouTube channels. Yeah. Josh and, Jansen, and Tommy Jacket. Tommy Jacket. And also, um, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy the show. We loved having you listening. Bye-bye. <laughs> feedback for myself, low energy yesterday. I gave you feedback as we were doing it. Yeah. Well, you, you don't, I think it, you know when you have, uh, if you feel like you got bad breath and you don't talk as loud or something, I think this microphone does that same sort of thing where you, it stops you from wanting to project. Which one did, which one was it? Because you, you didn't want to come across, you didn't want to do the, make all those mistakes. I just don't give a fuck anymore. Listen, look how much I'm projecting now. One day in. the You're probably in your car. Fuck up. Listen to the last episode. Yeah. You talked about, you love to paint pictures and overthink everything. Mm-hmm. Anyway, welcome the Daily Talk Show, Josh and Tommy. Is it Tommy and Josh? doesn't really I'm, matter. I'm just like flipping between them on the different. So if you look on iTunes, it will, because we've got, we're egomaniacs, we just switch between the two fairly. So um, Hey, I was on the way over here and I saw this dude. He probably made a few bad life choices. He was very erratic walking down the street in Abbotsford. Yeah. And he had an orange juice in his hand and a plastic bag with something in there. Mm. And he's like waving his arms around, had a baseball cap on. And I saw him just walk past his house that had a whole bunch of doorbells and he just yeah. pressed them and kept walking. And I thought, oh, Loose unit. he might have known them. Or, anyway, he did it again, 20 metres up the road. He was just walking past. He punched a letterbox, pressed doorbells. Heroin, right? Like, Must isn't um, sugar, if you want sugar and stuff. No, I'm serious. Like, heroin addicts will, you'll see them at Coles or something. They'll buy, like, a whole cheesecake and just eat it themselves. Really? Yeah. Is that, have you honestly seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, they'll they'll crave sugary things. So, they'll drink Coca-Cola or they'll... And you're have, not a heroin addict, but you do the whole exactly. cake thing as well. I'm, I have the diet of someone who's hungover <laughs> and someone who's on heroin question how many coffees is it for you before you get anxious zero <laughs> you're already anxious. i'm just uh no i think um black coffee does it more for me like uh, just having the stri- the straight stuff yeah it, it makes me feel a bit i've so- had two this morning and you're i feel with a- your finger or something you're doing something i feel a bit anxious yeah it's so weird because it's like you know it's the coffee but, it's but just- it doesn't stop you yeah I just shouldn't drink two strong coffees yeah. with little milk and just coffee. When did you start drinking coffee? <clears throat> oh, my coffee habits, that they've progressively got worse. Mm. Like being a dad now, I've got to that point. I used to be like, nah, I don't need coffee. I fucking feel like I need coffee. Yeah. And I still think about people who say, oh, I need a coffee in the morning. I think it's silly, but then yeah. I have started it's just going like, there. Fuck off! But can I have one. 
But try having a kid. Yeah. And so I. Nah, I'm all right. Nah, you, yeah, you're not having a kid anytime. <laughs> no, so. So from, like, I remember when I was 18, I still wasn't even that into drinking coffee. And then I think about the kind of coffee that I've been drinking. So I've like progressively got it stronger. And I think about drinking a weak coffee or just a, a normal coffee that's quite weak when you've been drinking strong coffees. Yeah. I think, yuck, that's just milk. And I was doing that. But so you I start- tried it. You use it as fuel. Like I feel like you're um, like we've got a shitty cafe near my joint mm. and you're happy to go there over some of the hipster places. Well, Long Blacks. I don't think most places don't stuff Long Blacks yeah. up. Like we will go to 11, 11, 11, 7, 7, 11. 7, 11. Mate, I'm big on 7-Eleven. Yeah. Long black coffee. So you were doing, you're making a video about it. I still am. Yeah. What's the what's the latest? Maybe we just it? talk about this because we talk a lot about ideas, mm-hmm. and so this is one of the things of this new year that I'm road testing, and it's like putting the idea out there. I think a lot of people are scared to put ideas out there because yeah. they're then, what if I don't make it? People will judge. It's like if you put out shitloads of ideas mm-hmm. and you execute some then you win. Yeah, absolutely. So this is one of those ones and I'm still I've still made I've made a segment of it. We both make videos if you're just listening for the t- first time. We both have production companies. Yeah, and why are you listening? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if if you don't if you're not our mums, <laughs> shout out to our mums for a second episode in. Thank you. Thank you. So this I put it out on my Facebook and it was like, what do you think of 7-Eleven coffee? And let me just tell you where it came from. My curiosity in seeing something become a phenomenon. I don't know if it's the right word, but it's like it's definitely become a bit of a movement in Australia. Mm -hmm. And that's the cheap, quick coffee to... Well, coffee's overpriced, isn't it? 100% in Australia. Isn't like coffee, like your your mate, uh, Tommy, that has a cafe, Mm. like... I think he was saying it was like 40 cents or something. Like it's, it's yeah, low. If it probably I made costs, up that number. I th- so well, I, I, think it's, I think on average 50 cents a cup yeah. f- for production of everything, milk, coffee, um, cup, everything. Yeah. Electricity. Like if you were to work it out like that, I think 50 cents a cup. So it is, there's a massive price hike on it. Yeah. But why th- are we accepting that as a day to day? Like we are fucking sheeple. Yeah. So we? this is why I wanted to make the video. I am making the video. So you've got two ends of the spectrum. You've got the $3.90, no, so $4.90 coffee from this cafe in um, Collingwood that doesn't serve it with a lid. And if you order a cappuccino, it comes with no chocolate. Get fucked. <laughs> from paying that much money. I want a lid and I want chocolate now. Oh, and they don't do um, they don't do soy milk. Okay, yeah, sure. So it's massively overpriced. But then on the other side, you've got 7-Eleven coffee. Quick. DIY, mm-hmm. $1 a cup, like taste is subjective and I think it's not that bad. It's sort of like the, it's the value, there's something interesting in, in value and specifically using say American hotels as an example, mm. right? If you go to a really nice hotel in the US, you'll pay for Wi-Fi, you'll pay extra for breakfast you pay for everything right like i was a hilton honors thing that i got through Mm. virgin and yeah you would you'd get like a free bottle of water but that was it right you'd have to pay for all of this stuff whereas the el cheapo places like your hampton hampton inns um those sort of establishments Mm. they'll give you everything they'll give you free breakfast they'll give you water on arrival they'll give you free cookies so there's this interesting thing where it's like it's 
bullshit marketing, mm-hmm. isn't it? Well, I think Seven Eleven doing something good with their marketing, or it's a, here's another. Well, Seven Eleven is being like the Hampton Inn. They're saying like, screw paying heaps for all of this stuff and screw it not doing it your way just have the coffee the way you want it yeah can you get chocolate on the one the cappuccinos there i don't know if they might have a chocolate thing to put on yeah I, reckon that would they be, might. I would overuse that so they're they're on their way to selling i think it's like 50 million dollars worth of cups well wow. and it's only been around for four or five years as in those diy machines then they and, become like a coffee shop they essentially like their business you look at their business and you're like well dude if there were seats at 7-eleven yeah. i would sit out there just drinking coffee mm. but then so my curiosity goes into people who drink it on the down low because they don't want to be seen i've felt like that it's like a mm. coffee snob going i don't want to be seen drinking this can you use a keep cup um Good question. Yeah, because there's one dollar, two dollar, three dollars. It's just size. So if you press the one dollar, you're just going to pay for the one dollar. Sure, it's a good point. I've heard people doing hacks with Seven Eleven coffee. So like two one dollar short blacks. Yeah, meaning it it two should cost two dollars in yeah. one cup. So you're getting basically a stronger coffee. But you're manipulating the machine where you should really be paying two dollars, but you. Well, you should money. be. I feel like that's less of a hack and that's a stealing, right? Because it's not. <laughs> well, because it's not. If it was, if it was something like you pressed a button, yeah. like if we worked out that if you fill the one up, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like what was the hack? Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like a. It's not a hack. It's just yeah. It's thievery. <laughs> it's it's not clever. Done it it's yet. not clever. But so there's. I asked the guy. At most stores I go to, whoever is there, I say, how many cups have you, do you sell a day? Mm-hmm. Most of them have said around 500. Yeah. The last guy, when we asked him, he was a bit shady about the whole thing. He's yeah, like, he, well, he thought he, you were going to rub the, his till. <laughs> so how much cash do you have? <laughs> I contacted 7-Eleven's marketing, or I just called up the hotline. Yeah. And they couldn't give me, because they don't make it, uh, you know, public, of how many cups they're actually selling. Yeah. I was hoping they did. Either way, I actually have heard that if you get uh, the $3, mm-hmm. so you press the $3 and you put the $2 cup underneath it, it won't overflow. So I don't know if that changes. I've got to test this out with you. I still this think will... that's thievery, isn't it? No, no, no. It's, it is, but here's the thing. I don't know if it's the machines. I don't know if they've fixed it, but I saw a guy online do it. He got a $2 cup yeah, and he put a $3 be coffee into the $2 cup okay. and it didn't overflow. Okay. So 7-Eleven were ripping people off. Ah, okay. So, they're so you're the, actually better off just getting a $2 coffee. Well, I don't know. And that's a yeah. part of the video. Yeah, I want to test out this because yeah. a guy got... He, there was heaps of publicity around this. Mm. This dude from, I think, um, where was it? Pascot Vale did it mm-hmm. and he's came out. But And then I thought, how could they fix this? It'd just be a tweak in every one of the machines. The machines are worth nearly $30,000 each as wow. well. So this is where my mind goes. When I have ideas for videos, yeah. it's my innate curiosity on a subject. Well, that was like with the O-bike stuff. Where's that ended? <laughs> That's ended, hasn't it? It doesn't end. So I made a video, if you haven't seen it, it O-bikes, bike sharing that are dockless. So you put can, it in the podcast description so people can watch. Yeah. It. You can basically park these bikes anywhere, unlock them with an iPhone app and you pay on your credit card. And then you just lock them when you finish riding them wherever. 
and that was the problem. People ended up throwing them and littering them everywhere. And I made a video of me fishing them out of the river. Road bike fishing. You made t-shirts, you sold them. You um, finally sent that check to um, Clean clean Up Australia. I raised some money for charity. What was that? How much did you raise? I raised $1,520. Yeah, great. It's pretty good. Yeah. I didn't realize how much effort that one's actually going to take. So it cost me money essentially but that's that's why we do it for charity anyway so that idea so that video what were we talking about fucking forgot because <laughs> you're just getting off pe- mate you made the donation now you don't have it. he was being worried because he'd been trying to get in contact with the person from campus he hadn't made the donation yet yeah. and he's just waiting to be called out so me saying that's triggered him <laughs> and he's completely lost his train of thought I, but you were talking about uh I don't know either. <laughs> you brought up O-Bikes. Yeah, yeah. And I was around the curiosity on something. That's right. Yeah. And I think like that's similar with O-Bike, right? You find something which is, I would describe as zeitgeisty. People mm. are interested in it. Uh, people are like, why? Where's it landed do- is what you said. Hmm? You said, where's it landed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where's it landed? I've made too many videos about O-Bikes. I don't think I can make another one. Yeah. It. I, I, I honestly think they're doomed. Like, and if, I, if anyone's an O-Bike professional... It, the amount of conversations I've had about these the bloody bikes. The industry is doomed or just O-Bike? I think O-Bike themselves. I saw on the way here at least five that were just in on Punt Road that were absolutely ruined. One spray painted, one with seaweed from like somewhere. How many bikes are there in circulation in Melbourne? They said something like 2,000. So 2,000. How much do you reckon each bike would cost? They're about four, I think they're four hundred dollars. Four hundred bucks. So they're cheap. So, yeah. So it's probably like you think about how venture capitalists like spend money on mm. shit. Spending, even if they were like saying putting a million dollars in the launch, that buys them a shit ton of bikes, mm. gets a, a couple of people on salaries for a year, like. It's not that exp- when you think about the exposure that they've gotten. Yeah, it's not that expensive to do this shit. I th- I've seen more people riding them, but more people riding ones that have been stolen. Yeah, I think there's a movement around hipster or young dudes that uh, it's cool to have a stolen O bike. Yeah, and you sh- you saw it when you were at my yeah, house. Yeah. I was on my balcony looking down, and this Some kid skater kid. Was riding an O bike that had the lock completely removed, and then he just dumped it and got into his dad's car. Yeah. So it's it, it, you it, would if you. Uh, I'm trying to avoid nostalgia, but you would have been a kid that would have done that. Hundred and ten percent. Yeah. But I also look at it now, and I'm I look. <laughs> I don't like people doing it. I don't give a shit about O bikes personally they've done a lot for me i've probably made more out of them them. than they got out of their own business (laughs) (laughs) my mate said to me we're talking about this and he's like actually i sent him a text message saying oh bike they built a business but it just wasn't theirs it was mine (laughs) (laughs) it's very true so i don't know if they're making money but i would have done it as a kid but yeah you you shouldn't it's weird because there's this detachment from vandalism to something. Yeah. But then on the other hand, O-Bike have fucking been negligent mm. in leaving these things absolutely everywhere. Or at least providing a plat- providing something that then can be left absolutely everywhere. Yeah. You just hope that as a community and as individuals we can say, okay, like, let's not be dickheads. Mm. But... Um, 
I'm just surprised more shit doesn't happen, to be honest. Like, given how many crazy people there are in the world, like, we're pretty lucky that we're here, that nothing, like, yeah, I mean, I made the mistake of watching the news the other day. Like, I watched, <laughs> I watched CNN heaps. Yeah. Because it feels a bit, I feel a bit detached by their news. Like, oh, geez, America, look at everything that's happening. Mm. And then you put on, like, the Channel 7 news and just, like, a, a guy who was working at Domino's got shot in Australia. It's like trying to, someone was trying to rob him. And I was watching even that, um, like one of those police shows and they, um, like ice, all these people on ice. It's mm. a very drug. Focused. I had a friend who was working in a video store. I have a gun. In 1993? Like, or it, when, it probably yeah. was. He's older than us. In his forties, but he, no joke, had a, a, I think it was a shotgun or a handgun, pointed at him, in a hold up in a video store. That's crazy. That that's you, like not take off anymore. work for a while. He yeah, he was rattled by it. He never really, he just spoke about it a couple of times, but wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, like this happened. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> You're talking about stuff. Stuff has been happening for a long time, but you. All the bollards that are being put in yeah. around places, like in mm-hmm. St Kilda, out the front of Luna Park now, there's all these concrete bollards to prevent people driving up onto the footpath. Yeah. And they've got that in New York City now yeah. as well. They've, they've installed them all. But do you know what I think about? Someone is making some serious coin, mm. like some like concrete bollard company. Dude, this is so funny you say that. The ones in St Kilda yeah. have now got like colourful cases that have been put on them to make them look less of an eyesore yeah. before that for a couple of weeks in spray paint a stencil concretebollards.com.au wow so someone's seen that as an opportunity maybe they were just creating concrete things anyway yeah I mean it's like okay we provide this concrete but there's so many people who are like I can't remember how much like in the US it was like 50 million dollars or something spent, spent on that on and they're probably tenders through the yeah. councils to companies and they're just coming and we can make those yeah it's pretty fascinating businesses off the back of of horrible shit i mean yeah. well that's what like all the military all the war stuff all that sort of thing i just imagine mm. all of that stuff it's pretty <laughs> this crazy got, this got so, dark didn't it yeah it got really dark and i can sometimes go down i, w- I want to find out if you think this is dark yeah i got down a rabbit hole <laughs> uh, a few days ago of um on YouTube watching for some reason it like um, recommended a plane crash but not just a, a like a, no. a plane crashing uh, actually no it wasn't a, it was an emergency landing and it's mm. inside the plane oh no so it's these people like like imagine if you were in a plane mm. and all of a sudden it's going down mm. and you pull out your phone and it's like so that I watched this vlogger dude in a plane as he's like put he's filming himself as he's putting on his life vest and people are freaking out there's a whole section on youtube like if you type it in where you can see emergency landings like talk about people watching so i was on christmas i was talking to a family friend who's a pilot for tiger yeah and and i was asking him all these questions just everyone thought i was being a big weirdo but i was i was asking like um when there's turbulence, are you is the plane getting sent up or down? Yeah. Which one do you think? Uh, 
down. It's doing both. Yeah. So you can well, actually was, be thrown well, upwards. You, you tricked me there. I was, I was trying to pick one. If you said it was both, I thought it was fucking both because it's fucking bumping up and down. You got air pockets. I'm not an idiot. You no, but sometimes up. it can you, just be up. So you're just getting sent thrown up. Yeah. But also sometimes they could be doing, they could be moving in a big way to try and get away from weather too. Why do you have to put your bloody shades up when you're landing? Uh, so that they can see if there's any fires or any issues. Yeah, so the cabin crew can yeah. see it. And and maybe I just haven't been listening when they actually say that, but he said that they play a hugely important role, the girls at the back or the guys at the back, looking out and seeing what's going on. I What I was getting at, though, was landing. Because I said to him, Hudson River, and he said, this is a yeah. bloody great movie, and it's very spot on about it. Yeah. But I said, do you think you could land on water? Mm-hmm. Like if we were coming down... Port Phillip Bay. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I reckon I could. And he said... <laughs> this is at Christmas after a couple, <laughs> is it? Can... No. But then he said about landing planes, he's like, I literally do nothing. They land themselves. Like he's just in there and they land them. Really? Auto land. Or but, yeah, autopilot type stuff. But I thought they turned off autopilot for takeoffs and landing. He, no, he... Autopilot's probably cruising, but this yeah. is landing. He literally says... Yeah. They have like some... the landing like lights and shit, the sensors and things. But I was... I, after watching the plane stuff, I ended up being, like watching videos of in the cockpit, what turbulence looks like in a cockpit. Man, watch this. YouTube is great. Rabbit holes. Yeah, but it's... um. Yeah, flying, whenever I go into a plane, I'm just accepting the fact that I'm probably going to die. You're an anxious dude. I Even if I'm anxious from coffee, getting on a plane, it doesn't, I don't freak out. But, but do I you... don't freak out. No, I don't freak out at all. There's this real relaxation. <laughs> you, well, it's just like, you know what? I'm done. If I'm, done. Goes like, down, yeah, I'm done. And we're all going down together. <laughs> and the thing is, because it's so big, it's not like someone's stabbing you. Mm-hmm. It's like the plane's going to tear apart and we're just going to, my head's going to rip off its fucking wherever, whatever's attached to. And it's going to happen with everyone, right? And so that amount of, I don't know, what is it called? Like velocity or something in being torn apart. Like we're not going to feel that. Like just imagine like getting, I imagine it would be like getting your uh, your back cracked. It would be nothing like getting your fucking back cracked. It would be, I think there'd be a slight bit of pleasure just before you go out. You know, they say people who drown, they all have like erection. Men all have erections. Really? Yeah. Because it's like the blood circulation or something like that. Fuck. That's horrible. Yeah. It's nothing like, it would be nothing like that. You'd be thinking in the last moments of your life exactly what is about to happen. Well, it depends of how quickly it happens. You True. think about the Malaysia Airlines oh. one where it's just the missile like got hit. The one, not the the one that's lost and they don't know where it yeah, is. I know, I know. The one that this just is... got like blown up. Oh. Like you'd be like, well, what's out in the window? Bang. But there was people that that were still in their seats. Everyone would be in your seat. No, some actually got blown out of their seats. Whatever. Yeah. This is really dark, but I went on a rabbit hole with that too. Yeah. And I went to a site called Live Leak. Uh, never go on Live Leak. <laughs> Don't a, a YouTube like rabbit hole's okay. Stuff and... Live leak. I just clicked. It was like the top thing when you typed it in. It's horrible. But I reckon, I reckon we move on. This is yeah. No, it's <laughs> too really dark. dark. It's too dark. What's something happy we can talk about? What's the I was thinking about? What's the best piece of mail you've ever received? 
could be a letter, could be something that gave you the most amount of joy. I, I got, and I made a video on it, a piece of fan mail. And How I made a video about the fact that I got a piece of fan mail because I don't get fan mail. Yeah. And I need, you need fans for fan mail. He, he's this guy over in Germany or something, country of that way. Good and dark. He sent me a t shirt and it had my name on it. It was his brand. Oh, that's right. He yeah. gave one to my wife, Amy. Yeah. And we wore them. They're actually a good t shirt. I still wear it. Amy yeah. still wears hers. That's and awesome. And so we, I, I got it in the mail and yeah, it, was, it was felt good. But you're you like as I was getting here, a mailman was here for you. You I just love, got a PO box, you big weird. Yeah, I love mail. I love the logistic. I love watching on the like the courier's website and saying like, oh look, it's just it feels like you're traveling because it's like look at that parcel and I feel the parcel. I'm like, like you've just been in Hawaii. You asked me a question because you want me to ask you what is it? What's, no, what I don't actually it? have like. Uh, Different that like I reckon the coolest thing would be the um, the Amazon affiliates like when I signed up when I had a blog called Melbourne Geek and I got my first check and that would have been for like seven hundred dollars US crazy making money for recommending a product yeah and it's just like getting that and just being like man this come from like a big company it's like a check that was cool actually the coolest thing I got was when there used to be this website that you could go onto and print off an order form for fireworks from Canberra. And I got... Bullshit. No shit. How old were you? I would have been maybe 12. No, 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 13. So year seven, really into fireworks. And it was still wasn't... It was illegal, but you could still obtain them. So my brother and I, we got this order form, yeah. bought some Goon Lees, bought some Skyrockets, bought a bunch of different stuff and sent away this thing with a check in it. In the mail, and we got back a box couriered to us of fireworks. Isn't that insane? <clears throat> I grew up talking to my old man because he he was from the day when Guy nostalgia Fawkes. alert. <laughs> Guy Fawkes. So there was like a day dedicated to fireworks, yeah. and you could buy penny penny Tom Thumbs, penny bangers, all this stuff from the local milk bar. Yeah. And he'd tell me stories about this. So I was so fascinated. And then he was lax on the fact that his kid had a piece of dynamite, essentially. Right. We would blow up shit all the time. And me and my bro, we bought fireworks. So, and then we got in the mail and I just remember that box and it had a smell to it. Have you oh, smelled fireworks? Down. Yeah, it's great. It's not even not even the firework. It's the packaging <laughs> and all that. Well, it's a Chinese like, yes. yeah. That's I love the smell of that. Yeah, yeah 100%. I... Um, I wanted to be a pyrotechnician. Uh, when I was, um, when I say I wanted to be a pyrotechnician, I wanted my pyrotechnics license. How much? Just it to be, it was about. You can do the courses, I think, for about four grand. Yeah. But then um, I got pyrotechnics in my year twelve film. I were, looked at how like hands on it is because mm. like you you like cabling shit and you're like it's not it's not like a pretty job and you definitely don't like using your hands i'm so unco so i couldn't do it like so but um yeah i've always loved fireworks i made a film goodbye philippines where i went to the philippines and um got to film at like where illegal fireworks were being made which is quite sad seeing people who are like risking their lives they're putting 
or playing with all these chemicals. Oh, the, there's a bit in the documentary. We're going to link this mm-hmm. as you're linking my Obark yeah. one. We'll link your documentary yeah. too. You, um, there's some sticky stuff that happens. Tell oh, us about yeah. That. So the the tradition around um, New Year's is uh, that uh, a few things in the Philippines. One of them is uh, pyrotech, like loud noises, banging and all that sort of thing. They've since moved a lot to like horns, you know, like the Vovo, <laughs> like horns. Vuvuzela. Vuvuzela. Yeah. Not Vovo. <laughs> um, the biscuit. But... Um, Sticky thing, tell us. Yeah, the sticky thing. They um, they believe that they're very superstitious and stuff, and they believe eating sticky food will mean that the family will stick together. Like pro- sti- what, like sticky rice? Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. and the, the problem is that they all they eat it with their hands. And I spoke to a surgeon uh, in the Philippines who was saying that they would have a lot of cases where people would eat sticky food, and then they would have firecrackers, and they would try to throw them, and they would stick to their hand. That type of thing that happened, but also. There's a um, firecracker called the Judas Belt, which is like the, yeah. you know, it's like the big belt that goes bang, 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 bang. Looks like a traditional Chinese firework. Yeah. You see them holding on a big stick or something. Yeah. It's, it's a little it's, piece of the dynamite. Yeah. It's very, very noisy. Uh, the problem with those are in the hundreds, you know, like a belt can have you know, a heap of the little crackers. They don't all go off. Mm. So one of the biggest times for injury is actually the day later. When the kids go around and they obviously like they want to play with them and they pick them up and their hands explode. Did you meet anyone? Uh, yeah, I saw. Yeah, I saw. Uh, we we spoke to a guy who lost a, a finger, but um, the interesting one was the the surgeon. We went into the emergency, mm. um, and you know they would, they would have dozens of people every single year just at that one hospital with injuries, mm. but. Um, so you see why parents, more so they're banned now yeah. in Australia. Yeah. Well, I mean, I bought some in Florida and um, made the excuse I was getting them to take video for uh, Bree's birthday because mm. I was away. So we got these fireworks. And um, what we found out is even, even though that they're readily available, you can only you could only use them for agricultural purposes, like scaring away birds. But we just spent. Just, it turns yeah. out it's nice and colourful. Yeah, as exactly. Well as They're all these like food. crazy, like marketing, you know, type of fireworks. But the um, we ended up contacting the sheriff, the local sheriff, and I. Um, we we drove there. It was like nine thirty at night, and they weren't open. But I gave him a call, put on my best Aussie accent, and said, "Hey, mate, I'm from Australia. Just bought these fireworks. What can I do with them?" He's like, "Oh, well, you can't. Like, he's you know, you can't let them off. Blah blah blah." I said, oh, well, I've just like, I'm doing this video for my girlfriend. He said, oh, look, just find somewhere where there's no one around. What a legend. Yeah, it was amazing. So we ended up, uh, I was with my friend who was a, who's a US citizen. So I got him to light them and we did it on the side of a highway, <laughs> which was the quietest spot we could find. But um, the theory being that if we got pulled over or arrested, I wouldn't get deported. And because he's a US citizen, he'd be okay. But, um, so it's still illegal in America. Oh no, there's a it, the US is, is so state by state basis. Mm. Like um, it's like weed being legal in some, and yeah. you'll go to jail. In yeah, others. absolutely. And so it's That's the same bizarre. thing with the fire, fireworks. You can get, but the the thing is that even though you see these huge fireworks stores, it doesn't necessarily mean like they'll have. You might be able to do them in fourth of, during Fourth of July, oh, or yeah, yeah. things like that. But I think the novelty wears off. Like I think 
once you um once you have them all the time there's only the real nut jobs that are like oh let's get our fireworks for the weekend yeah. right you sort of and the same with the philippines you can buy fireworks all the time but if you let off fireworks and it's not like christmas new year's people are like why are you wasting the fireworks because it's like very time specific and there's areas specifically in bukawi bulacan in the philippines where everyone goes and that's where there's they've had um you know, they're storing huge amounts of fireworks, so there is a bit of risk to it. And I went to a, a fire a, um, fire station and spoke to them, and yeah, it's it's insane. YouTube rabbit hole, yeah, fireworks factory exploding. Oh mate, I crazy. saw a live leak that? one. I saw the live leak one where it's like, <laughs> which is insane. You see like a like a body or whatever that's oh, no. flying, like it's crazy. Um, it's been very dead body heavy. Yeah, this has been this real dark this episode number two. Yeah, number two's in the can. We'll um, uh, we'll obviously be doing this every day, every weekday. Uh, feel Back free tomorrow. To subs- yeah, feel free to subscribe. Check out Josh's YouTube channel where the one that I was talking about. The, yeah, that's not my full about. stack one, but we'll we'll link it up and we'll link up your video as well. And um, yeah, please uh, don't even even if you don't use um, iTunes, if you've got an iPhone. There's some way better podcasting apps other because the podcast app on the iPhone is a little bit difficult to use. It annoys the shit out of me. Um, yeah. So what did you say? It annoys the shit yeah, out of me. Yeah. I mean, this is the problem with the headphone thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, we're done. We'll right, thank catch you, you tomorrow. For jo- yeah. Please subscribe. You're listening to the Daily Talk Show. And it's been Josh and Tommy. Thanks for joining us. Bye bye.